Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Movies and a Meal, a podcast where we talk about movies and other things while we eat. I'm your co-host Ben, and in this episode you're going to hear Keith review Talk To Me, a horror movie out of Australia that's coming out soon. And then we're both going to share our thoughts separately about Oppenheimer, the latest Christopher Nolan movie starring Cillian Murphy and a whole bunch of other people. Now I'm going to warn you, there might be some light spoilers in this episode, so listen at your own risk. Otherwise, just sit back and let's hear Keith talk about Talk To Me. I constantly worry that our regal movie theater in Salisbury will close, but luckily its operators are at least trying really hard to bring in viewers. They've shown still the single best movie I've seen all year in past lives and for a remarkable two weeks, and they bring in little movies like that often. Even better, however, is that once a month or so they show a mystery movie. With admission of just $5, you've agreed to watch it without knowing the title first. A gimmick? Of course, but a pretty great one, as I recently took a chance on it for the first time. As I settled in on a recent Monday night, I found the theater remarkably full, with about 100 people there, so the secret is clearly out. And this one didn't disappoint, as we were indeed treated to the new A24 horror movie Talk To Me, an Australian wonder that's easily the best horror movie I've seen this year. And even better, it's expected to open at least pretty wide this Friday. So see both parts of Barbenheimer for sure, but if you love horror, take a chance on this debut feature from the Philip brother, Danny and Michael. Trust me, it will creep you out in all the best ways. The best thing about this great horror offering is that it traffics in familiar territory while still giving it a thoroughly fresh touch. It opens with a horrific act of violence at a crowded teen party, and the Philippu brothers expertly then show us what led up to it. The talk to me here refers to a mysterious, embalmed hand that, when you grasp it and say the titular phrase, has you visited by a spirit from the realm of the dead. Again, a familiar premise. What puts us over the top is the rawness of it and also the total lack of any fear to show us the consequences of dabbling in these dark arts. I don't want to tell you much more, but as the best horror movies do, it teaches the foolish people who play this game just what they've unearthed, and it's chock full of great performances. Sophie Wilde is at its core as an outcast who takes the dare and thinks it will lead her to learn more about her horrible family tragedy. She's a screen queen in the making and bound to be a superstar very soon after this arresting big screen debut. Only the blackening so far has really thrilled me as much as this one has on the horror front, and we still have Ty West's third installment of his ex-trilogy, Maxine, to come. Horror at its best works on the fringes and brings us startling experiences and that's certainly what the Philippoo brothers have done here. And the moral, folks, if your movie theater offers a mystery movie, take a chance on it for sure. I'll give this one three and a half stars. Going into Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer on Friday afternoon, I was immediately struck by the lobby full of women and girls all decked out in pink. Clearly the Barbie movie will win the Barbenheimer weekend, but there were still plenty of people at our Oppenheimer showing too. I took my dad to see this one, and I'm glad I did. He grew up in the 1950s with weekly nuclear attack drills at school, so the experience is very real for him, and at its best, Nolan's harrowing film never shies away from that. I was a little put off at the start by all the pyrotechnics that Nolan loads into the first 10 minutes or so. We get it. This movie is about the invention of America's nuclear weapons. Once he settles in and down, he delivers a first-rate political thriller, and for me, his best film yet. And of course, at the center of it all is, is Cillian Murphy, and he manages to carry all three hours of this with all the style and heft needed. Oppenheimer was a complicated man, a genius, womanizer, and perhaps communist sympathizer, and Murphy delivers all that and more in a one-of-a-kind performance. Luckily, I didn't read up on this too much going in, because it really is an acting showcase all around stacked with thrilling and surprising performances. Emily Blunt is Murphy's equal as Kitty Oppenheimer, a raw role that she dives into fully. Florence Pugh is also seemingly great in a smaller role I guarantee you won't forget. And it's a full roster of stars on the men's side, too, and I had no idea going in we'd get Robert Downey Jr., Kenneth Branagh, and Gary Oldman in roles I won't completely spoil for you here. But know that Downey is better than he's been in years as the arrival of Oppenheimer's. Look out, too, for Benny Safdie, who was also, also great this year in Are You There, Gotta Be Margaret, and is becoming a solid actor to go along with his directing efforts. 
And it's down East Strauss that adds to another element that thrills with this Nolan opus, its ingenious structure. Once he settles in, Nolan essentially tells Oppenheimer's saga in three parts, his rise in academia, the building of the bomb, and then his aftermath. They're all great, but the last chapter, where Downey really shines, unfolds as a political thriller and is my favorite part. There are certainly Nolan touches throughout, the best being the big test of the A-bomb in Los Alamos. There's familiar self-engulfing flames, but this is also filmed in almost complete silence, with the only sound being Oppenheimer's nervous breath before the shattering boom. It's stunning. So I can forgive the rocky start and say if you want a hefty movie full of big stars, bigger ideas, and just a smart tale well told all around, go see Oppenheimer for sure. For that, I'll give it four and a half stars. Christopher Nolan, like Quentin Tarantino, Wes Anderson, Martin Scorsese, Jordan Peele, and a few others, is a director you can't ignore. When a new Nolan project is announced, my curiosity is always piqued. So, a three-hour movie about Robert J. Oppenheimer, known as the father of an atomic bomb, wasn't something I was clamming for, but I don't regret seeing it at all, and I expect it to collect several Oscar nominations next year, including ones for Nolan and Cillian Murphy's portrayal of the title character. While I've never been a fan of the three-hour movie, I at least understand the necessity with the first act setting up Oppenheimer, a brilliant but deeply flawed man whose talent and arrogance come back to haunt him towards the end of the movie. Murphy nails Oppenheimer in a three-dimensional manner, and he's supported by a who's who of A-list Hollywood, including Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, and a cast so deep it actually took me out of the movie a few times, how they could get top-notch talent for only a few scenes in this movie. Besides Murphy, I'll agree with Keith that the standout performance has to be Robert Downey Jr., who in interviews has compared his character of Louis Strauss as a Salieri to Oppenheimer's Mozart. It's interesting to consider their early scenes together in the context of how the movie ends. Nolan's direction and vision continue to be interesting, and he makes the science and the history of the atomic bomb entertaining considering the subject matter. And while I wasn't expecting this genre shift the movie ends up taking in the third act, it does end up paying off much of the rapid-fire pace and information laid out to the viewers at the beginning of the movie. Overall, I expect us to talk about this movie more as the award season gets closer, but for now, I'm going to close by giving Oppenheimer 4 out of 5 stars. So, if you want to reach us, you can always do so at MoviesInTheMealOG at gmail.com, or on MoviesInTheMeal on Twitter, and on several podcast platforms including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and just anywhere you can find podcasts. Now, if you tuned into this episode expecting to hear Brad talk about Barbie... Just have some patience. The three of us are going to see Barbie very soon, and we're going to review it probably not this week because some of us are still on vacation, but definitely by the beginning of August. But for this episode of Movies and Meal, I'm Ben. Thanks. Thanks.